Welcome to Ravnica by Starlight's podcast replay, presented by the Venus and Mercury League. This is Episode 1, Moonlight Bargain, recorded on the 13th of April, 2021. Think you know what set that title came from? Well, stay tuned after the episode is over to find out if you're right. And now, the stars come out. Hi there, bashers. Welcome to Ravnica by Starlight, where we play a Dungeons & Dragons campaign set in the multiverse of Magic the Gathering. I am your game runner, Phoebe, and my pronouns are she and her. We're joined as we always are and always will be by our talented and amazing players, who are, in no particular order, about to introduce themselves. So, wonderful people who are my good friends, uh, how about we start uh, just right down the list here? Um, yeah, let's get uh, name, pronouns, and where you can be found on the interwebs, please. Rose? Uh, I'm Rose. Uh, typical username is HG Rose, which is uh, my... Uh, Twitch stream, which is currently on hiatus, but I will hopefully be going back to Twitch streaming at some point soon. Uh, that's about all I think about me. Okay, and what pronouns should we use for you? Uh, she, they. Okay. Amy, you're up. Hi, everybody. I'm Amy. Uh, pronouns are she, her. Uh, uh, just magic player, uh, competed in the VML last season. Um, and uh, that's about all you know about me. Okay. Uh, Kabir? Hey, I'm Kabir. I use she, her, her pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and pretty much anywhere else at hogbog underscore 98. That's my username for everything ever. And that's it. Okay, and last but not least... Hi, my name is Becky, aka Becky Bear on pretty much everything. Uh, Becky is spelled without a C, just B-E-K-Y. And uh, I'm very excited to be here with an amazing group of people to play some Dungeons and Dragons. Nice, nice. We do have a fifth player, uh, Anna. They are not able to be with us at this point in time, but they will be joining us in just a couple of weeks. So thank you so much, my friends. I just wanted to let everybody know uh, that Ravnica by Starlight is a partner project of the Venus and Mercury League by Aspirant, uh, which is a Magic the Gathering League for players of marginalized genders. We're glad to announce that Season 5 of the VML is starting up real soon. I hope everybody's excited, yeah? Yes, very. Very much so. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, it, it, <laughs> okay. Now, if you're a student in this semester, as we're calling it, I uh, just wanted to let you guys know, or folks, uh, that you should be reporting to the orientation session on Friday the 16th in the VML Discord. Uh, make sure you get your deck list in by the end of Sunday the 18th. And for everybody else who's watching or listening on our podcast, uh, and if you want to get into the intercollege rivalry, the live broadcasts for the VML will be starting on Friday the 23rd. Once again, we want to thank the VML aspirant and all of you wonderful people there supporting us and our little slice of the multiverse. Uh, I don't think we have any announcements other than that today, right? Other than we're all excited and this is our, uh, we're doing this, uh, 
our first session on the the full live here so we're ready to go yeah yeah unless you're interested in merch which i believe is still available for the vml merch is yes yes that's right you can go to mtg pro shop and uh merch for our wonderful venus and mercury league in the form of t-shirts and hoodies very nice looking hoodies uh are available uh, and of course, I wanted to let everybody know there will not actually be a uh, Ravnica by Starlight next Tuesday because uh, we're having some uh, minor, slight technical difficulties with a couple of uh, folks. Um, but we will be rejoining the week after that. And from that point forward, it should be every Tuesday. Uh, we're trying to get into a regular rhythm here and uh with these startups there's always a couple of hiccups but we will of course be joining you so that i think about covers it yeah yep think that's it excellent excellent so how about we get down to business so um let's see here roll 20 uh shouldn't be broadcasting anybody here Oh, yeah. Audio output. Uh, yeah, I don't want... I, I want to receive. Yeah, okay. So, um, that's all set. Uh, so, anyway, uh, let's begin by setting the stage a little bit. Um, so, Ravnica, the city of guilds. Uh, I think everybody's familiar with this wonderful setting. It's been visited three times in Magic the Gathering history, but this plane is special because five years ago, it held, it was the grand stage on which was fought what was called the War of the Spark. It's been a long time since then. A lot has happened and a lot has changed, but some things remain the same. Things like watch your step in the Simic uh, breeding grounds. If the Rakdos offer you something to eat, check it for razors first. And probably most importantly, don't steal from the Orzov. Unfortunately, it looks like that particular prohibition didn't quite get everybody involved. So what I want to mention is that it's been two days since all of you were arrested by the Azorius at the end of our previous sessions. You've all spent that time sitting in a holding cell. Pelsaval, you know that this is just a holding cell. This isn't you're being thrown in without a trial. Okay. You're awaiting trial at this point. Okay. So, um, it's been this two agonizing days where you're waiting to find out what's going on, why you've been accused of a theft from the Orzov. And all of you know that you didn't do it. But I want you to let me know, in order, let's start with Isolde. What's going through your mind on these two days? 
Oh, I'm obviously angry at having been thrown into jail. And I'm angry at whichever one of my compatriots is responsible for them. Because obviously one of them must have stolen from the Azov. Otherwise I wouldn't be here. Okay. Do you think of anything that was out of the ordinary during the the events that you experienced that might have been a clue to this? Well, I mean, living people don't usually turn into zombies. So it was probably a distraction of some sort. Zelda is uncertain. All right. Let's take uh, Lyrissa next. Uh, Yeah, so like Lyrissa is... uh, She's kind of wobbling back and forth between anger, paranoia, and despair. Uh, she's... Are we all in the same holding cell? No. No, you guys yeah. are in separate holding okay. cells. Yeah. Her mind is, like, just ro- rolling out all these uh, conspiracies of, like, what could be going on and feeling like she's going to die here. Uh, just blaming it on pretty much everybody she's met in the past week. <laughs> All right. So, Allura, what's what's going through your mind? Well, it's going to be a bunch of different things. Uh, Niv is definitely already planning on trying to figure out how to escape this place. Um, uh, you know, trying to memorize like guide patterns and stuff like that of how they're going to make this daring escape, as well as the tales that they're going to say afterwards. So, I did this amazing thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but generally speaking, uh, Alone is quite confused because. None of this was part of the plan. None of this in any way connects to the plan. Uh, wonders if possibly there was a setup here. Uh, of if the instructions were uh, trying to clean up a loose end. Possible. Possible. And what is going through Pelsval's mind? What are they thinking? Uh, Pelsval's Absolutely astounded to be arrested by a member of... Well, the Boros were the ones that arrested uh, them when they were at this Orzov gambling hall. uh, And is absolutely floored to be even in an Azorius confinement as a member of the Azorius and as a kind of guild mage within that. And is very upset, kind of pacing up and down the cell every once in a while kind of just like pattering their fingers against the edges of the cell and looking to see if somebody that they know will approach and they can get themselves out of this situation okay well it turns out that um you are not familiar with the guards in this section um this is definitely for people who have uh, ended up very much on the wrong side of the Azorius. Uh, 
Because hmm. if there's okay. one thing that the law doesn't like, it's abuses of the law mm-hmm. when it's not, you know, them doing the abusing. Uh, but in any event, also to that, uh, Allura and Niv, uh, the, you basically realize that there doesn't appear to be a random, uh, there doesn't appear to be a pattern to the guard rotations or anything like that. You don't actually get to see anybody's face, let alone um, anything like that. There appears to be some kind of a glamour on the guards. So you couldn't tell how many of them are there if it's just the same one each time. Lyrissa, you think a little bit about what was told to you and the fact that you were brought to that place underneath the city on the orders of Raska herself and Isolde, you are just trying to piece everything together. You're trying, you see that there's, something going on, but you're not sure what it is. So the two days have passed, and on the dawn of the third day, each of you is brought into a large court hall. Hell, you've seen this a couple of times. Uh, You've been called to testify uh, in this area. And there are advocates... um, available to you, but they all are telling you, you know, just, just set it, uh, let it go for right now. A a plan has been reached. An accord has been reached. They won't give you any details on this. Okay. But Um, they're people that I know. So I'm willing to trust them. You actually, well, give me a uh, charisma check. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm in. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how the alphabet works. Is it because I'm just straight charisma, not a saving? Yeah, thing. it's just not letting me click on it. Hold on. Okay. Uh, what is I don't that? know why. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, there we go. Okay, I just All had right, to open so that's it again. 12. Okay. Um, You haven't seen the advocate that's uh, assigned to Isolde since your days in the classrooms. It's been a long time, but all the other advocates appear to be um, older or from classes prior to yours. Okay. So I don't know them in particular, so I'm maybe not the most... I'm not going to be the most trusting of it, but I'm trying my best to remain calm regardless of that fact. Okay. Uh, A high law mage uh, arrives and uh, the bailiff yells out, All rise! Pels of all rises immediately. Of course. Yeah, Lyris is a little bit slow to rise and just kind of hunched over making herself kind of small and trying to not be noticed 
Isolde takes a few minutes and then a few seconds and then deliberately stands up very straight. Okay. Niv, uh, and definitely in the form of Niv, uh, not the first but not the last to get up. Okay. The Law Mage says, take your seats. The defendants approach the bench, please. Uh, Pulsefall obeys. Yeah, Laris is kind of like lagging behind, maybe walking directly behind Pell. Again, trying to make herself small. The Law Mage is uh, older, human. Um, male. Uh, Pell, you recognize him as being a little unusual, but also a strong sense of fairness. Okay. Um, do I recognize who they are at all, or do I not know them, just know of them? You don't know them, you just know of their reputation. Yeah, sounds good. He reads over a couple of pages of parchment uh, and then looks over the four of you, five of you. Hezix is with you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, hasn't said much. Uh, the little goblin is sort of just skitterish at that point. Looks over each of you, looks towards the bailiff and nods once. Says... You stand accused of masterminding a plot to rob an Orja vault temple. This is a dire crime and almost as dire as it is unusual. Credible witnesses from several guilds have vouched for your involvement in the theft. And we are loath to admit that their descriptions leave very little chance that you could possibly find a way out of this. However, the Orzhov has decided that they are not going to press charges in the traditional manner. Instead, they have invoked a right under the Guild Pact for arbitration. The alternative, of course, is a trial and imprisonment. The choice is yours, of course, and it is not the place of this court to make recommendations. However, having seen the evidence against you, even in the discovery phase, this does not look good for you. It is rare that the Orzhov offer an olive branch as well you know, he nods to Isolde. So, each of you, how do you plead? Do you wish trial? Or do you wish to hear the Orzhov's offer? So we have to make a decision before we know their offer? Did you say that out loud? I'm, I'm just asking. Like, uh, out of character. 
that would definitely be what's being implied. But of okay. course, you do have the ability to ask that question. Um, I think Lara so would kind of wait back and just kind of wait for someone else to speak first. Okay. Pell's going to raise their six-fingered hand and wait to be allowed to speak. Pell Saval? I'm interested on the evidence that has been placed before before you leading to our condemnation. I assume that there must be evidence if they're so sure that we've committed such a great crime. Indeed. We have the sworn testimony of members of all ten guilds under Gaius of Truth that indicates that the five of you were involved with people seen fleeing the vault. I can't even say that I've been to the vault in any amount of time, nor conspired with anyone who has been to the vault in any amount of time. So I'm uninclined to believe that there is even a connection. However, it could just be a wrong place, wrong time situation. It is possible. Extremely unlikely under the geese of truth, but possible nonetheless. You are correct, Pelsival. Is it possible that I can know the Orzov's offer before I am choosing between trial or no trial? The judge looks over and nods again at the bailiff and an older gentleman in Orzhov robes uh, stands up from the gallery and approaches the bench. If I may, my lord. Yes, go ahead, master. I am Master Rick of the Orzhov. Isolde, give me a charisma check, please. Um, uh, save or just a check? Just a check. A six? Okay. Yeah, you... The name Rick sounds familiar, but you're not entirely sure where. Um, they're definitely part of the Orzhov, but you've never seen this person in your life. We do not know how you were able to seize the artifact from beneath our vault, but nonetheless, we believe that you desire a chance for redemption. This trial by ordeal is cherished among our order, among our guilt. And we believe that it takes a thief to catch a thief. Therefore, we of the Oshov propose a bargain. Return to us that which was stolen, 
and we will be in your debt for a boon of your choosing. For you will have proven your innocence by returning what is rightfully ours. Um, Palsaval is going to raise their hand again. The judge looks and says, this is not a classroom, Palsaval. What would you like to speak? I do believe that I was personally sent to the gambling hall of the Orzov last night by a Selesnian to investigate a situation that something was stolen from them. And now the Orzov is saying that something was stolen from them. I'm simply wondering if there's more information that you have that you are not telling us and putting us into a situation that none of us would like to be in. Uh, Isolde is going to, upon hearing this, Isolde is going to stand up to her imposing six foot height and step forward, glare at Belle and say, Halt before you accuse the Ozov. Now, I may be happy to serve as the Ozov sees fit, for they are my guild, but I wish to make it absolutely clear that this is not an acceptance of guilt on my part, nor an admission of any sort of wrongdoing. I was in no way, shape, or form involved in this, and I will not have accusations leveled at me that I was when, in fact, all I have done is serve my guild loyally. At this, the gallery starts chattering, and Rick looks at you and smiles. We know, child, that you have served faithfully. We believe that this trial will offer you a chance to prove, without a doubt, what the Guild has a strong inkling we know to be true that you are loyal and prepared for greater responsibility. Then I will help as you request. Uh, Pelzeval is going to kind of stammer, Isolde, I was not accusing you of anything. If I thought that something was amiss at the gambling hall last night, then I would have made further action and called upon the Azorius sooner. However, I ran into a situation that led me to believe otherwise. Order. Order. The judge is knocking on the... Yeah. Pelsival, approach the bench. Pelsival approaches. You, uh... You do understand, the judge says, that you got to be very, very careful with your words in this place, right? I've never not been careful with a word in my life. (sighs) Yeah. Look. One of the people who swore their testimony was that Selesnian. Against me? Yes. Then does not it stand to reason that I've been framed? It does. Problem is she's dead. 
Hmm. Uh, Puzzleball doesn't really know what to say. Uh, understands that they've been framed, but also doesn't want to speak ill of the dead. Yeah, it happened last night. We were trying to bring her in in order to get her to testify and see but look something is going on if you want to find your way out of this the deal may be the only way go stand with the others please Pelsifal will nod and return to sitting with the others Perhaps I should explain the nature of the trial. The trial by ordeal is a very old tradition within the Orzhov Church. It is said that by service to the old gods, all will be revealed and balanced is restored. You understand that justice is served best when all is as it should be. The ordeal is not time limited. You may take as much time as you need to recover the artifact. We will even provide you with the information that we know and we'll give to you tools and assistance as we can. But you must understand that our ability to assist is limited under the Guild Pact and under the laws of the Trial by Ordeal. You will be considered guildless, cut off from the resources of your own home guilds until the artifact is returned. You may perhaps bargain with them, learn more of what could be or what could not be provided to you, but know this. The Orzhov will know justice has been done. And we will not tolerate one ounce of dishonesty. As I said, you have as much time as you need. But while the Orzhov's patience is undying, that of the law is not The judge. Um, no, go. No, Sorry. please go ahead. <laughs> uh, Pelsval's just going to say uh, that's understood. The judge nods and walks over to the bailiff or points to the bailiff. That gentleman is going to be your Justicar. It's a human 
uh, in pretty decent looking armor. If you accept the arbitration, the trial by ordeal, he will be tasked with overseeing you. He will periodically ask for your progress so that we may know that you are not slacking off on this task. If you do everything correct, if you are able to recover the artifact as requested and to see justice done, not only will you be free in the eyes of the law and returned to full status within your guilds. Most importantly, the Orzhov will owe you one, which I'm given to understand doesn't happen terribly often. Hmm. Sounds like a fun adventure. I wouldn't say that I would call this fun. Pelsifal still a little salty that they've been duped. I'll give you a little bit of time to think it over amongst yourselves. You have one hour. Court is in recess. The um. Justicar leads you, uh, leads the five of you into a room says just knock on the door if you need access to your advocates go ahead uh Pelzeval isn't going to need a moment and has already made a, a decision as is Zelda Niv is in a similar state this just sounds like fun Well, that's three so far. Larissa, what do you think? Did we lose Amy? I think we did. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. We're going to take a, a five-minute break. So uh, thank you to everybody who's watching um, and listening. We do appreciate this. So uh, we do thank you and uh, sit tight for just a little bit of time, okay? All right. Thank you, everybody. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Phoebe, your game runner, thanking you for listening to our show. Want to be up to date every week? Subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already in your favorite podcasting app. Want to spread the word? 
leave us a review. Every review we get helps others discover our podcast. And don't forget, new episodes are live on Twitch each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, and new podcasts come up at noon the following Sunday. Keep that starlight burning. All right. Thank you, everybody. We had that short break. Um, had to deal with a minor personal emergency, but everything's okay. Uh, Amy, we do love you so much, and uh, we hope that you will be feeling better soon. So we thank you. And uh, moving on, we return to the conference room inside the halls of justice. Sorry. Um, uh, within the Azorius Senate. Everybody appears to be resolute to take the offer of the Orzhov, but the goblin Hezix, who's with you, looks a little nervous. I don't know if we should take this deal. This, this doesn't seem fair. Between you and me, it really doesn't seem fair. I know. I mean, like, <laughs> you guys, this is fair. I thought this is what you guys did. What well, I didn't do anything. First no, no, of no. All. I mean, I mean, fairness. That's what you guys do as the Azorius. It is. However, I've recently learned some new information that leads me to something that is even more fair than the law, and that is the sanctity of life and death. I I, I do not. Is. Can you eat that? <laughs> uh, I I do not see why you have reservations. What could be more fair and right than doing what is best for the Ozov? Pelzival's going to make a little bit of a scoff. Um, what is more fair than the Orzov, than any guild for that matter, is finding out what would cause the death of somebody so esteemed in their own place. The person who sent me to the gambling hall that night has been perhaps murdered. I'm inclined to believe that it was murder anyway. And while I don't really care for returning any artifact, especially one that I have been framed for stealing. <clears throat> I would like to figure out what was so important about this that would cause somebody to take another's life. When Belteval scoffs at Isolda, Isolda writes something down in her ledger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, you. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you were saying something? Personally, I think it'll be great fun, and what could be more fair than getting the Oishog to owe you a favor? Oh, there's so much you can do with something that powerful. (laughs) Exactly, and the Oishog always pay their debts. Yeah. Just ask the Lannisters. <laughs> the who? Exactly! <laughs> oh, you really are a wily one. Alright. So. 
It's either death by whatever it is took this thing or death by the Yorzhov. At least the guys who took this thing might let us live after we die. Or, you know, not have to work forever. You say that, that like it's a, a bad point. thing. Serving for the eternities of your life and the hereafter certainly does sound like a bad thing to most of us. Most of you are wrong then, but very well. I shall humor you. Larissa looks at you and is like, Can we just please get this over with? Certainly. I have better things to do than chase after some piece of garbage, but nonetheless, I'll accompany you. Yay. I mean, delightful. So clearly I'm going to be the leader then, right? Mm. Of course not. That must be me. After all, I'm the most famous of us. also tilts their head. What makes you qualified to be a leader? Second in command of Raska. I I do not care which of you thinks you are the leader. I can't say that I'm used to leading or have much want for that. But I can't say that being second in command of the Underworld hardly qualifies you to be the leader of this group. Well, we need somebody to take the blame. I mean, act as the face. (laughs) What did you say? We need somebody to take the blame. Act as the face. Why do I keep doing that? It would only make sense that the person who acts as the face is also the person who has favor with the Orzov. And Pelsifal is going to give a pointed look at Isolda. Are you volunteering me for this position? Be very careful of your answer. (laughs) The little goblin is perhaps right. If you care about any of our interests at all, it would make sense that the person with some amount of sway in the Orzov house is the person who acts as our leader. Uh, I believe any and all sway in the house will be rather irrelevant for this mission. As we were told during the briefing, we will lose all all house loyalties. But you that said, really of course I can assume leadership. And uh, I, will, I will note uh, the debt all of you owe me for that. Excuse me? Exactly. I still don't know why it would just be me. We don't even know who you are. I'm Niv. Budge tell my tales of the adventures I've had. Are you a bud? Sometimes. I don't often tell tales, though. Wait, Niv? Like, like the dragon, Niv? <laughs> Puzzle will take, take a closer look at Niv. After. 
I do take some aspects after and admit it, but no, I am not actually related to uh, the Primarine in any way. Could have fooled me. <laughs> Very well, Niv, no relation. I, I would be happy to have you lead us if you so wish. Well, then I think it's quite settled. Pelzeval will give a bit of a shrug and turn it quickly into a nod before anyone is able to really notice. The Jesticar looks in and says, you know, your time's almost up. You guys come to a thought or anything? I think we've all I come to the have. agreement. <laughs> for lack Thank of you. a better word, I suppose. Thank you for speaking for us, oh great and glorious leader. <laughs> You're welcome. Justicar looks at Pelsaval and says, All right, I'll go tell the judge. About five minutes later, you're led back into the courtroom. The judge is already there. Everybody's done the whole rise and fall thing. So, And you see uh, Rack is there as well. So... Gavian seems to have said you come to a decision. Uh, I'll step forward uh, and say, uh, yes, I believe we have decided to take your job up on the offer of trial by ordeal. Does this one speak for all of you? As sure, far as why you're not? concerned, I believe they do. All right. Then it is so ordered under the decree of the Azorius Senate that you are to be remanded into the custody of the Orzhov for trial by ordeal. Gavion Belcor is your justicar and will oversee your rehabilitation, as it were. This court is adjourned. The Jessicar uh, walks over to you, and you notice he's a, a fairly well-built uh, human male. Uh, he's wearing shining armor of the Orzhov, the, the blue cape over the bright platinum armor. Mm-hmm. Um got brown hair he looks very very well built uh like he's definitely been on the uh front lines of more than a few battles in addition to just standing around uh in courtrooms waiting to ensnare people i mean help help (laughs) people um and he looks each of you and says as the judge mentioned, my name is Belcor. I am your Jesticar. I am involved in overseeing that you are tasked with staying on task. 
As they said, you are free to go. You can ignore this mission as you wish, but know that if you do shirk your duties, if you abandon your trial, I will be there. You will not like dealing with me. Are there Speak any other yourself. questions right now? Where would you like us to begin? You've stripped us of our guilds and you expect us to what? Go go to sleep? Not yet, no. Then tell us where to begin so that we can get this over with and return to our guilds as swiftly as possible, please. Make an intimidation check with disadvantage. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, no. I have a million tabs open. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> a nice, beautiful five there. Very good, pal. Listen, it would have been good if it was anything but a one. <laughs> and guess what it was? It was a one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this just goes to show, Pelzeval isn't meant to be intimidating. I, I just have a lot of charisma after being a paladin, but I was really pushing the fact that Pelzeval is, at their core, not Scrawny. intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> just a big noodle vidalkin. Uh, Friend. Can I step in? Yeah. The just... awful intimidation offense. Uh, but it was an attempt my friend here is having uh, some anxiety about the situation and is trying to be forceful but we're, we're yeah, trying to help that. and we have no intention of leaving but I believe there was talk of the Orthos potentially giving us some assistance at the beginning uh, during the conversations of the bench right right uh, yeah these uh, and he reaches into a small pouch and hands each of you one of these. And I am going to read this out loud for the benefit of everybody else, because podcasting is such a visual medium. <laughs> okay. So this is a coin of dull bronze, strangely not tarnished, but not bright. It is cast with the Orzhov guild symbol on one side and on the other, a litany of repentance in extremely fine print. These are given out in rare circumstances to people charged with a task to do for the Orzhov. It's called a fragment of obligation. Fragment of obligation can hold up to six charges. Expending a charge allows the user to cast the spell message to another known holder of a fragment. Expending two charges allows the user to instead cast the spell at any target. The fragment retain, regains 1d4 charges per long rest. Okay. And Belcor hands each of you uh, one of these coins. And he holds up this last one and says, I will be watching you. I will be checking in. Maybe not through this, but every once in a while, you'll find me. Or I'll find you. Who is Belcor holding the last one to? Uh, he's holding it up for himself. There oh, okay. Six total. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Did Belcor just give us his number? 
Water's over that way. (laughs) Where is the information which we were promised? Yeah, about that. Great. Last time that we saw the artifact was in a bad part of town up in the 4th Precinct. Orzhov said that there may be a lead around there. And as a personal note, if you're looking for a flop house that doesn't cost all that much, since I don't think any of you are going to be staying in the guild halls for a while, that might not be a bad place to hold up. One more thing. The 10th district is big enough right now. Until you give me reason that you would need to leave it, your movements will be restricted to the 10th district of Ravnica. Out of character, sorry, where did he say the the place was? Where it was last seen? The 4th precinct of the 10th district. Okay, thank you. Hezix, the goblin, looks, hey, hey, actually, you know, Big Dumb and Beefy has a point. There's a, uh, this nice little hotel I used to steal for it. Stay at. You really aren't great with your words, are you? Sure, I, no, I'm not. I do like that about you. Like what? Don't worry about it. Oh, this is Already forgotten. <laughs> just, just keep in mind before stealing from me that I will repay any favors done to me in full. And how exactly are you going to know that you've been stolen from, let alone that a favor was done to you? Wait, who, who is saying this? That's Larissa. Oh, I'll know. Well, I'm actually, no. Is there anything keeping us, or can we go and take a photo investigation? Uh, As far as I know, you're free to go. Your material and other possessions are waiting for you at the checkout desk. Good. Uh, I think Niv will lead the way and uh, go get uh, their <laughs> stuff back. <laughs> Isolda will follow our valiant leader. <laughs> Hezix tugs on your shoulder, or on your sleeve, Pelsival. Oh, yes. You know... I got to thinking about something. You're really uptight. I'll go ahead and take that as a compliment. (laughs) Yeah. Look, I've got this bottle of booze. And and she hands you this. this This is the is it flask. This glass bottle is covered with a latticework of fine silver and mizium with a tiny ruby piercing the bottle on one side and the sapphire of the same size on the other. 
The interplay of the chemical properties of the silver, mysium, and gems condenses the ambient ether into an elixir, blah, 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 blah. Uh, over time, the bottle fills itself up with a potion of healing. Drinking this Ooh. potion is a bonus action and allows the imbiber to recover 2d4 plus 2 hit points. Once drunk, the bottle will not be full again until the user's taken a long rest. The valve prevents the bottle from being drunk while it's not full. And more importantly, the effects of the potion uh, dissipate if it's outside of the bottle and not being drunk. So just bear that um, in mind. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, but Pelzival is very interested. It's glass, so it's see-through, correct? Uh, is Pelzival able to tell that it is ether oh, chemical? It's full. It is ether chemical uh, in nature, in the fluid that's in there. It's sort of a thick, syrupy... Um, because the Vidalkin, like, I wouldn't say worship, but are very in tune with ether. Uh it's similar to ether, but it's been transformed into something different. Okay. Um, but nonetheless, Pelzival is extremely intrigued. How did you get a hold of this? I stole it. Uh, oh, uh, uh, I don't know if I it's should. It's okay. It's from a dead guy. I don't know that that makes it any better. He wasn't using it. I certainly can't argue with that. But it's just creepy. She'll probably back me up and say it's okay, right? Pelzival's going to quickly turn to Lyrissa. Don't look at me. I think she was talking about the Orzhov chick. Uh, uh, quickly turns to Isolde. My apologies. Isolde has not been paying any attention to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't uh, concern her. What? Oh, well, then that's fine. See? She's not even worried about it. Pelzival's going to inspect the flask to see if there's any way to tell the original owner of it. Mm, give me an investigation check, please. Okay. 14. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. The fact that it's called an is it flask? Kind of right there in the name. Okay, yeah. But is it like, does it have any kind of like... Nope. Specific... Okay. I Aside from the faint scent of something burning around it, yeah, no. Okay. Um, but that's to be expected, because it's an is it thing. I suppose it's better in my hands of someone who will possibly return it to at least the family of its original owner. Well, <clears throat> then why'd I give it to you? I mean, I'm the original owner now, right? Certainly not. It was on a dead guy! But the dead person possibly has a family. You don't know that! I suppose I don't, but if anyone has the capability of finding that out, it would be me, wouldn't it? Hezix is completely lost interest and is completely confused, so... <laughs> uh, Pelzival's gonna feel a little bad for confusing Hezix and... How big is Hezix as a goblin? Uh, about waist height to you. Okay. Pulsival's going to pick Hezix up and, like, pat Hezix on the head. Wow. <laughs> you are weird, even for the Azorius. 
I will also take that as a compliment. I didn't say stop! Come on! Keep going! Oh, yes, of course. Pelsival will continue to pat Hezix on the head. All right. Um, <laughs> so you all get uh, your stuff back. And um, in ca- if you haven't already, make sure you've taken a long rest. Okay. Uh, so about, it's about late in the afternoon, maybe fifth or sixth bell. It's getting into evening and you guys haven't really had a whole lot to eat. Um, Mm -hmm. you're in the, I want to say, uh, first precinct near the, uh, Transguild Promenade. So it's about a one hour walk to get to... Uh, the location that Hezix mentioned, uh, the flop house, and um, uh, in the meantime, there's plenty of food along the way, uh, if you want, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, so, what do you do? I think the best first step is to go and uh, go to the flop house and just uh, sort of get our bearings and try and get a plan. Okay. I would like everybody to roll perception checks, please. Oh, I'm good at that. I got a 23. Okay. Uh, Pelsival's not so good at it. I got a 10. Okay. 16. All right. Isolda and Niv. Two of you notice as you're walking along, just out of the corner of your eye, it looks like there's a handful of, I don't know, like, street kids following you. I mean, you'll turn one corner and there will be one kid and then you go onto the next street and there's a different one and then after the next corner, it's the first one again. It's like they're kind of leapfrogging each other. But you don't ever really get a good look at them. You just have a pretty good idea it's the same kid. You particularly, Isolde, know that it's the same type of person. I will I will attempt to share this with the rest of the group. Okay, go ahead. Is Pell still holding Hezix? I think Hezix has had enough head pats. And um, (laughs) has been leading you guys. Oh, okay. Pointing out every single place where there was ever, you know, a show and said, Oh, yeah, this one, I remember this. That was the time my buddy Bill got eaten by a demon. Excuse me, what? Well, you know, it happens with the Rakdos. 
Pelzeval is very clearly kind of uh, uncomfortable being around uh, the Rakdos. Well, and then there was this friend of mine, this, this kobold. I don't even remember what his name was. He lived for 11 days and, well, let's just say the fire giant was not friendly to him. I see. Pelzeval's also gonna, like, take a moment. Kobolds, a poor species. <laughs> what was that? None of your concern has existed. Well, with that interesting uh, tidbit of information aside, I do think we're being followed, although it might just be fans of mine. F- fans of yours? Do you often get followed? Sometimes, you know, every other day or so. I, you know, I'm from famous, so of course I'd get followed. Puzzleball's going to take a moment and kind of like squint their eyes a little bit, thinking about the fact that they've still never heard of Niv, but Niv keeps mentioning being famous, and decide not to say anything and simply just do a little nod. Okay. Uh, one more perception check from everybody, please. Okay. Oh, jeez. I got an eight. I see. I don't oh, see, actually. Yeah, guys. But <laughs> uh, I got a ten. Yeah, you guys are so distracted by everywhere that Hezix is pointing out a friend of theirs has died. Or almost died. Uh, all of a sudden, you don't see those kids or whatever it was uh, following along. Looks like you lost your tail. My tail? No, not literally. Of Adolkins have Adolkins don't even have those. Have, they we have not yet evolved to have tails. That is correct. Eventually. We are amphibious, so a tail would be quite nice to actually have. It would help us swim. So you know, you possible. can talk to the cynic about that. They can help you. Yeah, are you sure you're Azorius? Uh, 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 certainly, but I do know quite a few Simic Vidalkins. Wonderful people, very interested in the betterment of the rest of the world and all species, as it were. Yeah, whether they want it or not. But... Does not everyone want to be better than they are? Yes, but I like the number of faces that I have. Faces? Yeah, you know, my buddy Luke. Well, he was a Siamese twin, you know, conjoined. Weird thing is, he wasn't born that way, which was a surprise to him. So is not laughing. Um, I see, I see, I see, I see. Are, are they still alive? You've talked about so many friends that are dead. I'm sorry, I can't keep track. No, of course not, he died! Uh, that's, okay. That's what I thought. But it wasn't because of being conjoined. What was the cause of death then? Separation. I... Uh, 
Statistically uh, speaking, I feel like the cause of death is likely to be being friends with his ex. And to that point, I wish it to be noted that his ex, so we are merely acquaintances and not friends. That is a good point to be making. I like the way you think sometimes, Isolde. You had me and I like the way you think. Then may that be all the point that is noted. So a little while uh, after the conversation about Luke and Luke Prime, as it were, <laughs> um, you reach this the the flop house, and this is where we're going to get a little interesting. I would like the three of you players to roll a uh, d20 in the chat. You can just uh, type d uh, forward slash roll d20. Oh, I'm not doing good today. It's okay. All right. The magic number was, in fact, nine. Becky. <laughs> Becky, I would like you to tell me the name of this charming little domicile, this this wonderful home away from home that looks like it was used as a war zone. So the inn, quote unquote? Yes, the okay. alleged inn. Mm. Hmm. The slaughterhouse, but house is spelled like, you know how Bauhaus, it's spelled H-A-U-S. <laughs> We're going to okay. call it the Slaughterhouse. So the it like sounds fancy and artsy. Slaughterhouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, the Slaughterhouse. So, yeah, this place, they have great rare beef. It's, it's absolutely amazing. The, the burgers are so fresh. It's amazing. I've, I've never had... You see a uh, beast of burden just kind of wander out the front door. Yeah, that fresh. Uh, uh, that is still walking. It doesn't get much more rare than that. And you would eat that? Not all of it. What part would you leave? The pickle. And Hezix just walks in. Pelzival is going to stand at the entrance slightly stunned, not really knowing how to respond to all of the things that Hezix just said. Okay. Well, the Slaughterhouse is an uh, interesting place. Um, true to Hezix uh, and to the name, uh, there are a lot of meat hooks. It looks like this place was actually uh, a butcher shop at one point. Um, that point being now. Um, in addition to having a couple of rooms upstairs um, and hearing the... Uh, there's a... It's got a nice little uh, common room. There's some... Uh, there's a fire in the hearth somebody's walking around there's a lot of beer flowing around um but you go up to the bar and a very portly um 
looks maybe almost human, but just off somehow. Kind of says, oh, hello, beautiful people. Welcome, welcome to the slaughterhouse. Oh, it is so good to see you all. And you, Hezix, how are you doing, Booby? You're so wonderful. Yeah, okay, yeah, fine, shut it. We need a room. Oh, you're staying for a while now, are we? Perhaps only the night. Oh, it's a shame for such beautiful, wonderful people. And, of course, my loyal customer, Hezix, who has not stolen anything from me in the last three days, I give discount. If you would... Oh. But if you would like the stolen things to be investigated, I would be happy to help. Why would I need that? I know it was Hezix. Pelsival, with a hand still up, pauses for a moment. I suppose that's right, and if you're willing to look past that, then there is nothing more that I can offer. Ah, but what can I offer you? What are you drinking for friends of Hezix, my beautiful thief? Uh, I will simply have a water, or a tea, perhaps, if you have a tea available. Okay. Coffee it is. That works. What are you having, my stony-faced friend? Just just water, Larissa says. And you... Ha... I... Have I seen you before? He's looking at Niv. I get that a lot. A lot of people do know me. Uh, but nothing for me for right now. Oh, please. Is is my treat, I insist. What, what would you drink? A light alcohol of some kind. What do you have? Ah, we have the Kirschwasser. Is wonderful stuff. Very sweet. Very, very sweet. Light, light taste. Gets you drunk not so fast. I'll have one of those then, sure. Very good, very good. And you, pale, pasty one, what can I get for you? I shall not partake in this establishment. Right, coffee, got it, yes. Conrad of the Slaughterhouse welcomes you. Please, find a table. We will speak of lodging later. Please. Uh, Palzival will take a glance around the room and try to... Are there many open tables, or is it... Give me a perception check. Okay. Oh, good. I don't know if I've gone above a 10 this whole game. Uh, well, uh, there is an open table. Okay. Uh, and you can tell it's open because all of the people who were on it just, you know, got up off of their chairs and started, you know, beating the hell out of each other. Uh, and Conrad's, oh, hey, hey, take it outside if you're going to fight. Or at least make sure somebody's betting first. ha, 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 ha. Puzzleball's going to take some frantic looks around, kind of like put their hand up like they're going to attempt to stop it and then like 
quickly turns somber, remembering that they are no longer associated with the Azorius Guild, and uh, simply sheepishly move to the open table. Yes, you've got to make sure you get the table quick in this place. This is wonderful, but very, very hard to find seats, huh? We play musical chairs. Only our pianist was shot last night, so possibly not. Uh, uh, shot? Yes, this happens. He wasn't very good. Well, I do know someone who uh, plays music that uh, might be able to show up and play if you have any interest in that at some point. Oh, sure. Do they know how to fix piano? Uh, I do. Unfortunately not. I do. Perhaps I could fix your piano and that would help with the cost of our stay. Oh, certainly. Here, go take a look. And you notice that there is a piano, an upright piano, in the uh, corner of the tavern. You also notice that there are about 15 crossbow bolts sticking out of it. Is it fixable with mending? Well, that really all depends. I need you to give me an arcana check. Okay, that is not something I'm particularly good at, so we'll see how it goes. A 12. Uh, yeah, you'd have to take it apart, uh, but you could probably do it. It would take you the better part of an hour. Hmm. Uh, it would... but they would owe you something for that hour. Yes, but my hour has more value than that, I, su- I suspect. Oh, fair, 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 fair. Okay, well, we'll have to make do, but uh, thank you for the offer. Now, as for lodging for night, we have two rooms. Uh, let's see, for you, meal. Uh, security deposit for Hezix. Security deposit for security deposit for Hezix. Let's see. Uh, we cover you both. We cover all of you. Torum. Uh, 20 Zenos. Zin? Gold pieces. Okay. Uh, that seems like quite a bit for this establishment. Best price in 4th Precinct this block. Pelzeval's gonna take a quick look at Hezix, like as if uh, to say confirm? Well, he's not wrong. I mean, there's not any other you know, inns on this block, but honestly, it's pretty good and there's not gonna be any questions asked. Do you think we're the type of people who need no questions asked? Hezix looks very pointedly at Niv. And Lyrissa also looks very pointedly at Hezix. And Conrad (laughs) is also looking at Hezix. (laughs) It's good to know we're famous. Though not in the right way, I have a feeling. Infamy is a kind of fame. Yep. This is true. I guess I can't argue with that. Uh, 
how are we how would we like to split the billing for these rooms well like glorious leader would you like to cover us I can cover quite a bit of it, uh, but I do not actually have enough to cover the whole thing. I can pay my share, and of course I can pay any of your shares as well if needed. I will just make note of your debt. I would rather not be in debt to you, and uh is going to fork over their portion of what would be owed for their stay. Okay, it would be four gold each. Cool. Yep, sounds good. So, uh, Conrad, uh, brings you, uh, keys and says, I don't know which key goes to which room, but, uh, it should be fine. Yes? I'm sure you will figure out. Uh, two rooms over here. Uh, keys should work on those rooms. Good luck. Thank well, you. Do we have anything immediately pressing to do? I do not believe First so. Of all, yes. In your mind, you hear the voice of uh, Belcourt. Oh, hello. Have you discovered? your place for the rest of the night because in the morning I'd like to talk to you about the Sylvan the, the, God my brain just went empty it I'm sorry uh, the Selesnian Selesnian who went missing and died uh, yes uh, do I have to hold the fragment of obligation no. to respond back through uh, okay. the message uh has an instant uh reply message uh reply feature okay so uh you have about 25 words okay um Pelzeval is gonna say yes we found lodging uh i am open to speaking about it on the morrow um out of character question because i'm not sure yes. whether i missed it will we tell what the artifact we're searching for actually is um no. No, you weren't. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm going to send... Now that we've found our lodging, I'm I'm going to send a message to uh, Belcor and yes. ask what we are actually searching for. Alright, you have 25 words. Give me the message. We have found lodging. What are we actually searching for? Well, that's a bit of a question. Orzhov weren't exactly forthcoming with the answer. They call it a stone. No further response. A stone. I I will sh- I will share this with with the group. Apparently, we're searching for a stone. Uh, is gonna make a puzzled face and kind of, like, look at the ground, thinking for a moment. 
well. I think we can figure that out in the morning. Uh, I am going to go take a break for a moment and uh, go into one of those rooms. Okay. Your key, Niv, opens the room on the right. Uh, okay, I'm going to go in. Question, did anyone follow me? Are you asking your team, or...? Yes. Zelda did not. Um... I'll go ahead and go up as well, kind of looking to be in a less crowded area to uh, think about what the stone could possibly mean in relation to the Selesnian object they were trying to investigate. Okay. Uh, do you want to find out which room your key opens, Pell? Sure. It also opens the room on the right. Why would they make two keys for the same room? <laughs> well, Larissa says sometimes people tend to share rooms. She puts the key into the door on the right. Doesn't fit. Looks, jiggles it. <laughs> <sighs> goes to the door on the left. Goes right in. Well, I I'll suppose. See you in the morning. Have a good which, night. Which room does my key open? I suppose. That also is the room on the right. Good. Hezix is very, very drunk, very well fed <laughs> because there's a lot of food there. And they also go into the room on the left. I was really hoping right. So. Is there anything else that you guys want to do before you go to bed? Uh, Pelzeval is going to, the moment they get into the room, kind of sit down on one of the beds and start to try to talk to Isolde. You mentioned that it was called the stone. The artifact that I was, the things that I was searching for at the Orzov gambling house was stone wood from the Selesnian. And I wonder if the two aren't the same or connected. Isolda? Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, Isolda does not say anything, but writes something down in her ledger. And then, after a minute's consideration, says, I'm sure you are not implying that the Ozov did anything wrong. Perhaps not wrong, perhaps simply misinformed. 
But yes, I'm inclined to agree with you. The same Celestian who clearly lied to you probably had something to do with us being framed. Pelzeval doesn't really want to argue the matter. Um, is it possible that your own guild could have framed you? And Pelzeval's gonna like make a weird face after saying that, kind of like immediately regretting it. Oh, uh, it's 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 all right. I I know you don't perhaps don't understand these things how these things work, but. Um... <laughs> No, the Ozzo would never have framed me. But uh, but I do admit that there are there are those with ill will in all guilds, and even within the Ozzo, a horrifying thought as it is, there are those who would go against the will of the guild. So it is not beyond possibility that someone within the Ozzo have framed us, even though the Ozzo themselves have most certainly not. Pelzval's gonna take a quiet nod after thinking for a moment and then uh, inspect the bed and possibly lay down depending on if it looks fine enough well it's certainly not the nicest sheets that you've ever seen um, those usually don't have holes in them mm. uh, good but uh, it's at least serviceable. Okay, then puzzle all. There are amazingly up. three beds in there, which is a rarity. How nice! Uh, Pelzeval will take a lay and attempt to get some rest. Okay. Anybody else? Uh. Probably going to go find some place to be alone, stop being Niv and be Tom, and then go and see if Ken uh, uh, play music at this tavern. Okay. Uh, well, you go down into the tavern. Um, Conrad, the barkeep, uh, kind of does a double take. Um, Calls you over, hey, friend, friend, I know not how you ply your wares, your your body in this place like this, but it's customary when you are here as escort to someone that you, you know, register, that you leave tip, leave notice that you are here, so I do not call the bomb mages on you. What's wrong? I don't understand. You are clearly here at the, the behest of some some gentleman or lady, I do not judge, or gentleman, or I don't know, actually, who would hire someone like you for evening's companionship. But uh, please, do not make it weird. We've had problems in the past. We do not want any weird stuff. And if there is a goat involved, you leave right now. I'm here for nothing of the sort. I was told you guys might uh, be missing a musician at this point. Uh, can you fix piano? I cannot, but I have my own instrument. Yes, yes, we've talked about your penis. Yes, no, not... 
Not that kind of no. instrument, I hope. No, no, I mean my loot, and just literally just pulled that away. Ah. Oh. Oh, you are but Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, very good, very good. Uh, you play by fire, see what happens, yes? Certainly. <laughs> Um, so go ahead and give me a performance check. Fifteen. Okay. Um, you have a pretty good night. Uh, you've had better nights. Everybody seems to be pretty drunk. Uh, not too many people interested in uh, hearing music. And um, you happen to catch sight of a very drunk Loxodon in the corner. He's not appreciative of the music. Well, you can't please everyone. <laughs> Give me a perception check, please. 16. Okay. About that time, you happen to notice that they're really not enjoying the music. You also notice the gigantic crossbow underneath their table. <laughs> I see. Are you continuing to I, play? Or? I think I can be done for the night. Okay. Let's see. So, ooh. turns out you have to pass that table to get to the stairs. As you do, the Loxodon just watches you. I was told to meet you here. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll sit with the Loxodon. Took you long enough to notice. I'm not Come much on, of a music person. Yeah, well, you really stepped in it. Well, well, not everyone has the same music taste. This isn't about the music, Allura. <laughs> not really the place for that name, but sure. The thing that was taken. It's a powerful artifact. It's a magical beacon. You remember five years ago? Indeed. Something happened that drew people to this place. That stone is at the heart of it. I want to know what it is. 
and so do our superiors. You find it, and you make sure it never reaches Orzov hands again. Understood. I'm sure there's plenty of ways that people like that can disappear. Although, what's going to happen regarding the punishment of potentially not getting it to the Orzov? Does our superiors have something in mind for that? You let us worry about that. Find the stone. Bring it to us. Usual drop-off place? No. We'll know when you have it. We'll make arrangements then. Alora, don't screw this up. The Loxanon gets up, shoulders the crossbow, and just walks away grunting. Probably right. muttering something under my breath about stupid locks on not knowing uh, to not use that name, though. <laughs> well, in any event, uh, so the night passes without uh, incident, to the best of your knowledge. Who wakes up first? Uh, I imagine... Pelzeval usually wakes up quite early to uh, begin meditating and praying and preparing spells. Okay. Niv is definitely the last one to wake. Mornings <laughs> are not Niv's thing. Okay. Isolde will wake at exactly on the hour. Interesting. Okay. So you take care of your morning preparations and you go down into the main uh, bar area and Conrad looks at you. So, do you happen to know where Hezix went? Oh, we stayed in a different room from Hezix. I, oh, sorry. Wait, sorry, was that addressing me? Becky? Oh, uh, uh, we stayed in a different room from Hezix, and I don't believe I know where they have gone. Hmm, interesting. Would not be first time he ran off from Tad. Uh, but here. Is spare key to their room. Go take a look. We need them out of the room, and we need to make sure no goats. Goats? Is is long story. You don't want to know. Conrad just gives you this dark, rueful look. Uh, I see. Uh, Pelzival's going to take the key and go up to the room. Okay. 
Well, the first thing you notice is that the room isn't locked. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, Pelsaval will notice this and then slowly, will take a little knock onto the door before slowly opening it. There's no response. Uh, Pelsaval will fully open the door and look into the room. Well, you can obviously say that there were no goats in the room. Well, that's good. At least. that wouldn't really explain why the room is completely destroyed either. Hmm. Probably the goats, actually. But I actually can't say that I'm all that surprised that the room is destroyed. Uh, Knowing what little Pelsaval does about Hezix. Um... Pelzeval's going to look at the destroyed room, do a quick little... Hmm. I see. Uh, is Leverissa in there? No. Uh, so that's going to be a weird part. Um, Pelzeval's going to do like a quick kind of inspection to see if they can find... Give me an our... investigation check with advantage. Okay, cool. investigation we're going to be taking a 16 okay well clearly there was a sign of a struggle in here because the windows are smashed in as well oh glasses on the inside somebody broke in and you look and you see there's blood on the window sills being dragged like somebody's being dragged out to somebody's okay uh does that mean that hezix and larissa's things are also in the room nope they are gone okay um pelzeval is gonna grow exceedingly alarmed as they notice this and uh go to find uh both Isolde and Niv, because they're looking for Niv right now. Yeah. Isolde will be in the room. Isolde, come quick. I believe that Hezix and Larissa have been abducted, taken. They're missing from the room, and it looks as though there was a struggle. I'm not certain what to immediately do, but I do believe that we... I'm unsure. Please come help. Very well. Okay, good. Frantic, same message to Niv as well. Okay. Uh, Niv and uh, Isolde, please. Investigation checks with advantage, please. Okay. Wow. Not very good at that. 18. And Niv, what'd you get? Not 20 for a total of 22. Got it. Woo! Niv, you actually don't see this on your first sweep through the room, but looking later, uh, you happen to see uh, a note uh, near... Hezek's things. And you'll see at the 
bottom of the note, there's a claw mark. Um, oh my. Pell? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, what languages do you speak? Do you have any? Yes. Um, I know common giant crawl, loxodon, vidalkin, those. Okay. You don't recognize this language, but you do recognize the symbol, the claw okay. symbol. As to be... This is the mark of Tin Street's notorious goblin tyrant, Krenko. Oh. And that's where we're going to call it for tonight. All right. So, uh, how'd everybody do? Everybody uh, enjoying it? Yes. <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm glad. I'm really glad. So, uh, like I said, we are not actually going to have a uh, a session next week on the 20th. On the 27th, we will be returning. Um, you will be able to catch the podcast version of this episode on Sunday the 18th at anchor.fm ravnica-by-starlight. Uh, and Friday the 23rd is the same channel here, Aspirant CCG on Twitch. Uh, you'll be able to catch the Venus and Mercury League Season 5. The semester begins then. So... From everybody here to everybody there, let's uh, all say a wonderful good night. Uh, starting with, uh, who wants to say good night first? I'll start. Thanks everyone who hung out with us and watched our or listened to our stream again. Uh, Anchor.fm/ravnica-by-starlight will be available on Sunday. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. All right. So from all of us to all of you, thank you very much. Have a good night, and we'll see you under the starlight. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to Ravnica by Starlight, Episode 1, Moonlight Bargain. Pelsival is played by Becky. Isolda is played by Kabir. Lyrissa is played by Amy. And Niv, Torm, and Allura are played by Rose. This week... Hezix player Anna was not able to join us. The game runner is Phoebe. We'd like to give special thanks to our partners at the VML, including Carolyn, Hayu, John, and Max. If you haven't looked it up on Gatherer by now, Moonlight Bargain was first printed in Ravnica City of Guilds. The setting of Ravnica, as well as the game Dungeons and Dragons, belongs to Wizards of the Coast. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you again underneath the starlight. Good night.